Hello, everyone, and welcome to Joe's Tango Podcast, and welcome to the exciting, colorful, and sometimes bizarre world of Argentine tango. On this show, we'll be meeting tango instructors, event organizers, and musicians, and they are a fascinating bunch of people. It'll be a great time, and I hope you can handle it. I'm your host, Joe Yang, and thank you very much for joining us. Today's guest is an instructor and organizer in Lincoln, Nebraska. Seeing that her local tango community needed growth, she took some bold steps to generate interest by organizing more social events and bringing in some big-name dancers to conduct workshops. On top of that, she also managed to create a tango class at Southeast Community College. After making steady progress, she's become a major player in the Nebraska tango scene and continues to hold regular classes and events. All right, and with me now is my good friend, Candy Woods. Candy, thank you so much for being on the podcast and joining me. Yeah, Thank thanks for taking the time. Excellent. All right, so I want to get get right into this. So can you can you describe the moment when you knew you wanted tango to be a big part of your life? Well, I I became enamored with tango really quickly. I uh, took some classes in several different dances, and tango is the one that stood out right away. Mm-hmm. And so I I looked up some local dance. Malangas and started going to that and within a year I'd say within a year I started traveling and then I wanted more tango in our community oh. so so I had to kind of choose you know am I going to focus on traveling more or am I going to try to bring tango here so then it just kind of took off from there it okay. was just I just loved it all right it was great so did the dance come easily to you you know I probably am not the one you should that I mean I could answer that Mm-hmm. I would say yes. Okay. I mean, it it felt right, mm-hmm. and the movement. I mean, I just kind of I I had some dance train training already in ballet, mm-hmm. so a lot of the things that I was learning made sense as okay. far as balance and way of moving. So it it doesn't mean I mastered it right away, but it did. It, it all made sense to me. Okay. So excellent. So I I haven't. I mean, I I'm gonna be working on my dance until I am not dancing anymore. So yeah. so what was your first milonga like? It was exciting. Mm-hmm. I, I was just so I was just so excited. I wasn't overwhelmed. Some people are like, oh we're overwhelmed. There's so many people. Oh, okay. I never felt that way. Okay. I never felt overwhelmed. I never felt nervous about getting out on the dance floor. I never felt like I was conspicuous that people were watching me. Mm-hmm. I was just happy to be out there and moving and dancing with my partner. Okay, so you jumped right into it, it. I did. I know that's like, I I don't think everybody's that way because since mm-hmm. I've been teaching this, a lot of people are really nervous about it, and I yeah. I just never, I never felt that way. Mm-hmm. Okay. I mean, after I started dancing, every once in a while I was having an off night, and maybe I was like, man, I'm not sure about this. Sure. But the first time didn't feel that way. Okay. Oh, excellent. Excellent. Yeah. So, so <laughs> yeah. So a lot of our listeners, they're like, like you, like you mentioned, they're just starting to come to Milongas. They're still kind of nervous. I mean, they know some of the basic codigos, like they know the cabaseo, they know to, to move in the line of dance. Um, but what, what advice could you give them to help make their Milonga experience a little bit more comfortable? Well, I, I think that people shouldn't be afraid because mm-hmm. um, you're never going to learn how until you just get out there and do it. Yeah. Um, it's I, I think of it as like when you learn how to drive, you can only stay in the parking lot learning how to turn circles for so long. And yeah. then you just have to get out 
on the road. Mm -hmm. And yeah, I mean, you you know, the difference for me is whenever I first started tango, I was a follower, so I just trusted my partner. Mm -hmm. So I didn't have to worry about a lot of things that leaders have to worry about. I mean, I, you know, I kept an eye on things and I was aware of things, but I just trusted my my leader. Mm -hmm. But I know as a leader, because most I do a lot of leading. Okay. And I know that that floor craft is something that is it just takes getting out on the dance floor and working on it to mm -hmm. learn it. If you avoid getting on the dance floor, you're not ever going to learn how to do that. So yeah. I would encourage people to go and dance socially as much as they can. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's excellent. what I. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because and pay attention to the the things you learn in class when your teacher says, "Hey, don't step back in the line of dance." Mm -hmm. it's really, don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's. <laughs> do yes. what they say. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah, that's that's actually very. Very helpful. Very helpful advice. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, can you describe, I guess, some turning points in your learning? I know you just you you kind of get went right into it. You got addicted to this pretty quickly. Um, but you know, your your journey from a beginner dancer to a more experienced dancer. When did it really the dance really start feeling good for you? I'm not sure if there was a certain time, but I think mm -hmm. that I became more aware of my own movements and instead of Instead of just doing certain patterns or steps, I started focusing more on my quality of movement uh -huh. and trying uh -huh. to feel good in my own body and the way I move with my partner. Mm -hmm. And I do remember at the beginning, I always wanted to dance with the leader that was did all these big, flashy things. That mm -hmm. was so exciting. But the further along in tango I've gotten, the more I really like just connecting and, and not just with my partner, but also enjoying how I'm moving mm. and bring that kind of quality to the dance. I don't. Does that make sense? Yeah, absolutely. And I'm still doing that, but I think that took me from one level to a whole other way of looking at the dance. Mm -hmm. So. Yeah, I think that's a really good point you bring up. Just enjoying the this the act of, of moving, really feeling what your body is doing. Uh, right. Yeah. yeah. And paying attention to to my partner and and not just wanting certain steps but mm -hmm. wanting that connection okay yes so um, what is some good memorable advice that you've gotten from a teacher or teachers that you've had oh wow that's a hard one because there's a lot mm -hmm. I'd have to do all of I think I've had so many really excellent teachers I've learned from, and they all say very similar things in different ways. Mm -hmm. Okay, I'll just, this last uh, workshop I went with, that yeah. Michael Natashi and Eleonora Kalganova, mm -hmm. and he said, just understand that tango is like pasta. It's all good, even if you have different sauce on the oh. pasta. In other words, the styles are very different. Mm -hmm. Maybe you have a, a one style over here that's like a marinara sauce, and the other one over here is like an Alfredo sauce, but it's still <laughs> good tango. Yeah. And, and I was just like, wow, that is a great way of putting it. There's yeah. lots of different ways of doing the same thing in a different way. Mm -hmm. um, I think sometimes I know for, at the beginning I used to think that there's only one good way of doing tango. There's, there's just a very finite way mm. of dancing well. And the more experience I've gotten, the more it has different flavors okay. to it. Mm -hmm. So Post, pasta and tango—that's a really, yeah, that is a really good, really good <laughs> Last way. Last weekend, 
or two weeks ago. I was like, wow, that's a great way of looking at that. Yeah, excellent. So it just broadened my perspective on what good tango is. It's not about a style, mm-hmm. you know, because there's so many different styles of tango, and everybody has their own style. Mm-hmm. So. Okay. So your journey to becoming a tango teacher, can you describe how that happened? I've been dancing tango maybe nine years, and about three three years into dancing, mm-hmm. um, you know, we had a really small tango community. Mm-hmm. And although we had some teachers in the area that were teaching, uh, you know, a smidgen of tango here and there, there wasn't any real serious focus on on Argentine tango. I see. Well... It's not that there was no serious focus. There just weren't a lot of people that were coming into the dance scene. Let's just mm-hmm. put it that way. Okay. So I had to make a decision about whether I was going to just kind of travel more for tango or if I was going to try to do something for the community and try to grow the community. Mm-hmm. And that was a difficult decision because to do that when there's other teachers in the area kind of you know ruffles some feathers, but mm-hmm. I decided to go ahead and do that anyways nice. and it's I, it's been a worthwhile journey but there's been some rough spots along the way I see yeah so mm. I, I don't regret it though okay <laughs> good good yeah so when was a moment you know kind of going kind of keeping along with what you're saying what was a moment where you know where yes you really felt good that, that it was working did you organize a particular event bring in a, a particular group of teachers uh, as far as the organizing or the teaching oh either or both? Like, when did you start gaining momentum? Well, the first event that I, major event that I organized was, let's see, I had Anna Leone come for the first mm. event that I organized. I don't know if she's traveling or teaching anymore. And then I had Nick Jones come oh, in nice. from Denver. Uh-huh. And that was a big risk for me and for him. Oh. And and. He, he didn't come with Diana. He came by himself. Okay. And I was like, oh, there's no way he's going to want to come to Lincoln, Nebraska. <laughs> but he did. And he's come back uh, four or five times. Oh, so great. he's been regular in our community. Excellent. And I would say that that's done a, a lot of wonderful things for our community. Just he's a friend. Yeah. We all just love him. Yeah. I, I think when I organized him coming for the first time, that was just like, wow. This will work. It's not so bad. I think I can manage that. And I didn't lose money. Oh, nice. Yeah, it's always good when that happens. I'm so nervous about just being in the hole on that. But we didn't, and he made a, a, a nice little profit. So. Good. Yeah, I'm glad that all worked out. Yeah, Nick Nick is a, definitely he's a great guy. He is. He's yeah. a really and, – and, and he's brought some of his uh, – let's see. We organize – one of them we organize uh, for him to play, his bandoneon. And then I found guitar and a bass player. Was it guitar, Greg, or was it – there's a guitar and bass. Greg's standing right here. That's so. right. <laughs> guitar and then a bass player. And then he brought a violinist. So we actually had a whole band there mm-hmm. to play for our malanga. And so that was oh, really nice. That's, that's a treat. Yeah. So you visited a number of other tango communities before, right? And, mm-hmm. and experienced all different kinds of dancers in different areas. So what do the really good communities all have in common, in, in your opinion? Well, I think being very friendly is like the most mm-hmm. important making newcomers feel like you want them there and and it's not about the level of dance it's just about welcoming people mm-hmm. into a community at whatever level they're at or even whatever style tangle that they do i think that's the number one thing right there excellent yeah 
and make try to make it convenient for them. Make mm -hmm. it so that you know, whatever like finding a place to stay or you know even meals like at at the events I organize, I actually almost every one of them is a potluck, mm -hmm. and I make a big pot of food so that people don't have to go find food. I have like I'll bring my crock pot and I'll plan ahead and I'll have this huge meal and then people mm. just bring stuff. Oh, nice. And that, that not only creates a warm environment, it's also very helpful for people who, you know, don't need to spend money going out to eat and things like that. I see. Yeah, yeah. Think little things like that, just the, having the potluck, and that's that already starts to foster that community vibe. Good. So what uh, what future projects or goals do you have in the pipeline? I, I'm looking into doing more one-day beginner workshops, okay. like, a, like a, a boot camp kind of thing. Mm -hmm. Um and bringing in some teachers from other areas with, that are within driving distance, and so that like maybe I have I have my classes divided up into six weeks. Mm -hmm. So I always start a new beginners class after six weeks is over. I start over again. Uh -huh. Now I do have other classes at the same time. Sure. But for each six week session, I want to bring in one teacher from somewhere to come in, and maybe you could do that one time. Hey. Come in and do sure. like an all day boot camp. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. That sounds like fun. Okay. <laughs> Definitely. Hey, Robbie, yeah. well, everybody's listening. Hey, Joe, you want to come teach a beginners boot camp? I, I would love to. I love working with beginners. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Speaking. Speaking of which, uh, what are your favorite kinds of students to work with? They need to have a sense of humor about themselves. Okay. Yeah. I think. I think actually, the people who can laugh at themselves and have an open mind do, and, and it has nothing to do with their dance experience. Mm -hmm. I've had experienced dancers come in, and they they are expecting something, mm. and they're not getting what they expected, and they just they they stop, uh, and so they're not open minded about learning tango. Okay. And then I have people come in that have no expectations, and they have this great open attitude with a sense of humor, and they're not too hard on themselves, and mm. those people do the best. Yeah. Because they're interested. But yet you can you can propose new ideas to them, and then they listen, and they're they will venture into that area instead of like kind of getting afraid or tense or something like that. Mm -hmm. okay. If that makes any sense. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> and 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 it doesn't mean they're not serious. I mean, you can have somebody who's having a lot of fun who's still serious about learning. Right. It's just they're they can have a sense of humor about themselves. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Absolutely. Good. Good. Okay, Candy. So where, where can we find out more information about you online? Um, well, I need to work on my, my, uh, website. So okay. don't go to my website. It's not, it's, it's Tango Valiente. Okay. I'm going to tell everybody Tango Valiente is, is my brand name. Okay. So we do have a Facebook page called okay. Tango Valiente. So people can go there. That's actually the mo where I post most of my stuff. Okay. Is there. there is, there is another group on Facebook that's for our local area called Argentine Tango of Nebraska. Okay. And I post some things there too. That and it's not just my things. There's a lot of other other things that are posted there as well. Okay. Excellent. So I am gonna have that in the show notes so people can can look it up. So Tango Valiente, oh, your 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 homepage it's it's not ready yet, but it will be soon. My website, yeah, I need to get I need to I need to get it. I it's set up, but I need to find somebody who can help me manage it because that's see. not my strength. Okay. So my husband's talking to me over here. Sorry. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> you want to come say hi, Greg? 
Here, come here. Greg actually, Greg is my partner, and he helps me in everything. He DJs. Here, stick your head in. How you doing? Hello. Good to see you. <laughs> no, no, this is Greg. Hi, nice Greg. to meet you. Nice to meet you, too. Greg started dancing after I started teaching. Okay. He's been dancing for four years, maybe. So I've been DJing for four. People are like, you actually do have a husband. I said, yeah, here he is. <laughs> Excellent. Yeah, well, that's really nice to get to practice with each other. Yeah. yeah. Good. She teaches good. me well. Yeah, he takes, he, the thing, he takes my class, so, you know, he's in there as a student. So okay. there's, there's this fine line that, you know, sometimes he's like, Candy, I, I just can't practice anymore. I'm like, okay, backing off. Mm -hmm. Nice. <laughs> so. No, I just, we did have a website. Um, Tony Rappern, a friend of ours, mm -hmm. he actually set it up and, and got it all going. And then, unfortunately, when he passed away, oh. we don't know enough. I don't know enough on how to run a website yeah. and, and uh, trying to get that worked out. I mean, pretty much, if you know Tango, you pretty much knew Tony. Okay. Uh, and he's he was one of the big founding people who helped us oh. get started. Yeah, he was a big influence on me. Excellent. Great. I'll jump off and go back to work. <laughs> well, this is another general curiosity question. Are there any uh, particular steps that you enjoy teaching? Steps. Um, you well, if you ask my students, they'd say, "Oh man, Ocho's again. We have to learn how to disassociate and pivot." And I'd yeah, say, you "Yes, do. you do." Yeah, yeah. Um, and no, it's not just for the women. Men, mm -hmm. if you ever want to do certain things, you have to learn how to do this yourself. Yep. And so we. We work a lot on disassociating and ochos, and um, I, I have worked on baleos. There are a few people in our community that like baleos, mm -hmm. but I, 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 since I have a lot of beginners, baleos is a little too difficult for them right now, but yeah. they get the understanding of what that feel is mm. and how that works. Okay. So. All right. Good. I, I would just say, just dive in and just have fun. It should be fun. Yes, absolutely. Don't be afraid. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. Absolutely. Great. Well, thank you again, Candy, and good luck with all of your future Tango adventures. Thank you. Yeah. Thanks for talking. Sure. This is cool. And, and I, I need to see you soon. We need yeah. to. Yeah. We'll talk about. Okay. All right. Well, again, thank you, Candy. And I'll let you know when the, when the podcast is up and I'll be in touch. Okay. Well, thank you. Okay. All right. Have a good one. See ya. Bye-bye. Okay. That was another fun interview. Building up a Tango community requires a lot of energy and the willingness to take risks and Candy pulled it off. She mentioned a couple of points that will definitely help our dancing. One was to focus on the quality of our movements as opposed to focusing on a fancy step or pattern. Really being aware of what we're doing and how everything feels, this helps us concentrate in the moment rather than getting ahead of our partners. You'll be surprised how good this actually feels. Yes, it's a point that we've probably heard before and one we'll hear again, but it's worth bringing up. Candy also said that there's no one absolute right way to dance tango. She quoted one of her teachers who said that good tango is like good pasta. It's good regardless of the sauce you're eating it with. That's an effective analogy for tango styles. As long as we're good at connecting and communicating with our partners and being respectful, of course, we should feel free to do things our way.
So thank you again, Candy, for sharing your thoughts and for your time. And to all of you listeners, thank you again so much for tuning into Joe's Tango Podcast. If you enjoy this program and you're listening on iTunes or SoundCloud, it would mean the world to me if you could leave a five-star rating, a positive review, and remember to subscribe. It just takes a couple seconds. That does a lot to help more people find this podcast. And of course, sharing this with your friends would also be lovely. I truly, truly appreciate your support. Okay, that's it for now. We'll have more shows coming to you every week. I'm Joe Yang. Talk to you again soon.